here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Carlos. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. You got your weekend geek covered. And you? You're the Sith List. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 305 of the Sith List. I am one of your hosts, Raj Shahi, and my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Buarguayo. The man we call Crunch Crunch, Les Gonzalez. What's up, buddy? I was muted there, man. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. That's, up. That's what's up with the what's up. Yeah. The man that everyone calls the king of all pods, Mr. Tom Chansky. King Tom Chansky, that is, to you. What's up, buddy? Hey. How's hey, it? I'm good. The man people call Randy. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? And last but not least, El Ombre himself. Some people call him Dear Abby. I call him El Ombre. Eric, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Everything's awesome. Everything coming up? It is. Everything's coming up, Strathers. And coming up, Millhouse. Oh, great. Coming up, Millhouse. That's great. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Maisie Peters lately. And uh, she's got a song called Millhouse, and it specifically says, you know, because everything's coming up, Millhouse. Oh, I've been listening to a lot of Maisie Star. (laughs) I'm not even going to dignify that with a slow clap because that was crap. Oh, guys, before I uh, ask you how you're doing, which I already know because I talked to you earlier, but I want everybody else to know, I do want to um, apologize for something that I did last week, which was I was um, I made a massive, huge, ridiculous mistake. Uh, some of you guys, hopefully it was a, a very few amount of you guys, got to listen to an unedited version of the episode. I uploaded the wrong version of last week's episode. And some of you heard some of us talking about a situation that happened last week that shouldn't have been aired. Um, and um, it was stuff that should have been said. And none of us knew that it was being recorded. So it was entirely on me. I accidentally put this thing out. And for the people that was named um, in that uh, conversation, I um absolutely want to apologize. And that was definitely not our intention to do at all. Um, we, um, I, know, I know that all the guys are apologizing, but there's, and they have apologized to the people that are involved, but I don't want them to apologize here because I was the one that made that stupid mistake of uploading it. They had nothing to do with it. Um, but again, um, we just wanted to say sorry to all that was 
you know, involved in this, that were involved in this conversation that shouldn't have been. Uh, majority of the people I know didn't hear it. So um, I'm glad that happened. And for the people that reached out in DMs and telling us that that was out there and um, if some people didn't know if we wanted that out there, we did not absolutely 100% did not want that out there. So just wanted to start with that. So again, sorry, sorry, sorry. And um, I am praying that never happens again. And um, if it does, then um, I will leave this post and King Tom will take over all duties. Yeah, right. <laughs> King Tom, how are you, buddy? Uh, you know, I was well until I found out that I'm taking over when you're leaving. I, I might have to leave first. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you leave first, it drops back down to Boo. So Boo, um, he doesn't want it. Nobody wants this post. No. No, this is not, not a good post right now. Um, don't Eric, fuck up. Yeah, I will not fuck up from here on out. I think, you know, I'm going to blame it on, on Celebration and craw, uh, Con Crud Brain is what I'm going to. Or I could just be stupid, which is very possible. Eric, uh, how are you, buddy? Man, I'm great. So finally sold my other house, which is the best thing ever right now. I'm pretty pleased about that. But let me tell you how what is really going on with me right now. I thought about this the other day and I because I'd seen this story years ago and I haven't been able to get it out of my head. Back in 2012, there was, and I want to say maybe this was on eBay, there was a Titanic DVD oh. signed by a Leonardo DiCaprio impersonator. Oh. <laughs> Really? And for some reason, I have been obsessing about that for the last two or three days. It, it, it hit me, and I'm like, I, I don't know why. It's like eating That's at my rad. soul that such a thing was ever even for sale. And I guarantee you, somebody bought it. That's the thing. That's you know. And they signed it. They didn't shit. sign it as Leonardo DiCaprio. They signed it as their own name. Their Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio impersonator. That is pretty cool. Do you it, know what the some, asking price was? I, you know what? Let me dig in on that, and I'll come back to you oh, nice. whenever I find it. That is pretty crazy. Wow. What would you pay for a Taylor Swift impersonated autograph, Eric? Nothing. Good. That's the answer I wanted. Pooh, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing good. You know, just uh, still recovering from uh, celebration and stuff like that. Getting a little bit less and less tired, but yeah, no, I'm good. How long did it take you to really come back um, uh, to health? This celebration took a lot out of me, man. Probably, probably the the next weekend when I could sleep the whole night through that right. that whole thing. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably that long. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah, guys I, had I, that I, that I, three hour uh, time difference, didn't you? Yes, we did. We did have that three-hour time difference. I know that's what that's why I felt bad. I was like, I didn't even fly, didn't even travel, and I I felt more exhausted than when I was in Chicago. I was like, this is rough. Yeah. <laughs> I had a three-hour time difference by the time I normally wake up, and by the time I took a couple of people to the fucking airport, King Tom. So yeah, oh. I had a three-hour time difference. And <laughs> <laughs> phantom cats. That's right. So some fucking phantom cats running across the street. Release the fucking podcast unedited. Yeah. So I did have a fucking three-hour time difference, King Tom. <laughs> Randy, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> Why did you do that to them, man? Who? Drive Cares. in there and then rub, What's the, up, Les? rub it how you in doing, their buddy? face. Rub it in their face. 
rubbing it. What well, he was talking shit. He started it first. He, listen, I've got the perfect gift for Raj. It's a Titanic DVD signed <laughs> by an impersonator of somebody who gives a shit about his whining about this. I wasn't even whining. Oh, okay, okay, Randy. What the fuck? Take that shit off. Okay. I didn't even start this way. I'm not even whining, actually. I had a great time taking you. Um, Eric was a little rough because I thought I was going to die when I was driving. But King Tom, we had a great conversation. I thought I was going to die. (laughs) (laughs) I was so fucking sleepwalking through that drive, dude. Oh, man. But uh, I'm just joking. I had a blast taking you guys. That was not... I was just King Tom. I was replying to King Tom's bullshit. Les, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. Okay, that's good. I'm just letting the chaos unfold in front of me. So, yes, I'm doing great. Well, I, th- I think I've asked everybody. Probably oh, twice. you know what happened? Yeah, guys, uh, Malik had his first day at preschool um, on Tuesday, and it was, uh, it was stressful for us. And um, he seemed to just go in there and uh, do his thing, and he didn't cry. He just walked in, and they wouldn't let us walk through the door, those fuckers. Uh, but but uh, he had a good time. I, I asked him at the end, how at the end of the day, how was it? And it, it, well, the teacher said that he did really well. He had shed no tear. He was doing great all day. But then he told me that somebody tried to take a sandwich, dude. And then he pushed him. And like I, like Lorena was like, well, you can't push. But inside, I was so excited that he like fought back for himself. Like, and I told my mom, my mom was like, hell yeah, next time tell him to punch him. Um, so, him but I, yeah, pull, exactly. Pull him aside and right, he wants, if, if he wants a sandwich, you feed him a knuckle sandwich if he's that. Oh, hungry. see, Uncle right, Blue knows yeah. what's up. Did he go back the next day? No, he goes on Tuesday. No, that's tomorrow. Oh, okay. So we'll see. No, he's suspended now. <laughs> he's, he's been expelled. Yeah. He's expelled. He's going to another preschool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, uh, it's, God, it's tough. I mean, it's parents, as you guys obviously know, um, that uh, I started losing it almost. I, I didn't cry. I was about to cry, but I got, when I got in the car driving away, I almost lost it, dude. I almost lost it. How, uh, Eric and King Tom, your first experience of uh, school, first day of school, was that pretty rough for you guys? It was definitely rough for us, man. I mean, Amanda really had a hard time with it. We both took the day off and oh. took our kids to preschool. It, it was tough, dude. I mean, yeah, dude, I'm, I get it. And, you know, you the first day, they're like, you can walk your kid up to their classroom, but after that, that's over. You pull up in the drop-off line because it's just like they'll tell you when you take your kid to the babysitter. Sticking around and trying to console them if they're freaking out that you're leaving is the worst thing you can do. You just got to rip off the Band-Aid because all it does is drag that out. Yeah. And it makes it harder on the caregiver and all that. But it is tough. They warned us, Eric. They said if he starts crying, you turn around and walk away. I was like, Mm -hmm. what? Yeah. The the first day we took our daughter... She, they let the parents hang out in the classroom for like 10 minutes and she was ready for us to go. She didn't want us there anymore. Uh, But ever since then, every first day of school, it's like, you know, we, we celebrate um, that they're (laughs) off and, you know, um, summer break started this week and it feels like, you know, both my wife and I work from home. It feels like we're, we're not just doing our jobs, but we're camp counselors too. Oh yeah, because we gotta That's have rough. you know we have we have them we have like a schedule of chores and then some play time and then reading lunch, you know go outside do something for a while. Yeah, but it's definitely juggling. 
a lot yeah, of things at once. I, that, I'm not looking forward to that when when he gets old enough, and when the when Lily, who um, is going to be coming out very soon, um, yeah, we're gonna have two of them run around, and then I'm gonna cut my balls off for sure. That's gonna happen. Everybody else, uh, I think we should just jump into. Um, Okay, Randy's going to throw me off all night, guys. He's putting up this like picture of me at a wedding, and he has an express <sighs> advertisement thing. That Randy, you want to talk about like what we're going to be doing soon? I think this is some people have been very excited about this, been pushing for this, and I haven't done it because I'm lazy. But Randy, you're not obviously. So can you talk a little bit about some of the future plans for the Sith list? Um. This is going to be our last episode, guys. This is it, guys. We're done. Thank God. Yes. We, we had a good run. 305 good is usually run. where people stop. Yeah, we got into some cons. <laughs> yeah. I, I get free audiobooks now. It's kind of yeah, cool. Right. Yeah. Um, no, we've been, uh, I've been trying to push these guys into starting a Patreon. And uh, everyone told me, no, no, we just want to give this out for free. I was like, no, no, we got to fucking bilk these people for as much as we can while we can. So, um, yeah, we want to start a Patreon. Um, if are, you you guys just patron- any- are you just patronizing us right now? Yeah, I'm patronizing you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Patreon. Um, if you guys have any ideas of stuff you'd like to see us do, um, what you're interested in, uh, send in some emails. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's a good one, bro. Yeah, only oh, no. Like, if it has to yeah. become an OnlyFans page, we'll do it. We just need oh. to know what the people want, what they're willing to pay for. <laughs> Who's ready? <laughs> for the right price? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. You heard it. You want to but see we're probably going to have something uh, hopefully live by uh, next week. And uh, you guys are going to have to beat Tracy Moon to be the uh, first. That's right. Person. Tracy Moon is declaring that he's going to be the first. Tracy, let's see what Which happens. Which is awesome right? because all our tiers are going to be upwards of uh, $500. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Tracy right. Moon, you get first pick. Yes, right. You got it, buddy. But that's uh, very exciting, man. Feet. Yeah, finder's seat. Finder very excited about this this should be fun we're gonna do all kinds of different things and a variety of different subject matter and it should be pretty interesting man it should be it cool. should be there's like 20 of us on this podcast there is yeah we'll each make like 24 cents every right. month yeah guys let's uh, get into the uh, shenanigans real quick we are I'm, you might have been trying to go on the sithless.net uh, but that is not working but the sithless not the sithless sithless.com is coming soon guys so we're gonna have a new website and um, that's gonna be interesting a lot of cool crazy things happening for the sithless here and um, check us out on our youtube channel we're doing reactions to obi-wan kenobi um, randy's been joining us it's been a lot of fun um, our comments this week not a lot of fun uh, but we'll get into that a little bit later but um, having a blast uh, doing it it's uh, it's, it's a good time. Um, Go to TeePublic for our uh, merch. We have some stuff there. And all these links will be on our SithList.com. That'll be, uh, that'll be all up on there. And uh, anybody watch anything? We're going to get into the box office. But before we jump into the box office, did anybody watch anything this week? I started Stranger Things. I'm on episode one. And uh, man, is it 80s horror. It is it's super scary. cool. It is. I mean, the first episode was Nightmare on Elm Street. And then that's not just because Robert England is the big bad on this one. Um, I felt like I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street a bunch of times. Um, so um, you guys, some of you guys, Boo, you've started it. You yes. finished it? 
Yeah, I'm on the episode, the final season of, or the final episode of part one of this season. We just okay, started can I, that. Can I ask you a question? Is this, I'm having conflicting reports. Is this second part, which is not out yet, is that it? Because I no. heard that they got approved for season five. Yeah, they're, they're going to do season five. That's, okay. that's when it ends. Yeah, season five. So, yeah. Okay. It, season it, five. It kind of feels weird because all these episodes are so long. It feels oh, like they yeah. wanted to incorporate it into one or two, make this into like two seasons, but they couldn't. So, mm-hmm. ah, okay. I don't know. But yeah, but the episodes are very long. They're good, but they're very long. Like this, the episode seven is like an hour and 40. And then episode eight and nine are over two hours. So, oh, wow. Lock okay. it in, folks. Yeah. And yeah. It, 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 in early July, that's funny. Early July <laughs> is, uh, is when the, the second part comes out. <laughs> that's, that's better than the deep fake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You got to explain what's going on here to the listeners here. So, that was the impersonator I was talking about, which, I mean, let's be real. It, he's pretty damn convincing. It's pretty good. Yeah, not uh, bad. So here's a little backstory on this. Let me jump out to this. I hate to derail the show. But in so in 2012, it was a Groupon. $12,500 for an autographed Titanic DVD by Frank Lloyd Roberts, that guy that we just saw, plus a 13 day excursion, including lodging in a sea vessel, a stay at the Sheridan Hotel in St. John's Island, and round trip airfare from anywhere. In the 48 uh, contiguous United States, uh, to go on a an expedition of the Titanic. Oh wait, well, what? Wait, wait, yeah. what? How is that possible with that guy? W- I don't think he was there, but yeah, I so rather go with Old Rose. It was this this <laughs> company called uh, Where Did It Go? Um, darn it, I lost it. Deep deep sea something but anyway they that's what they do they're james cameron's doing it yeah (laughs) yeah basically but yeah it was a groupon and i'm looking at the groupon page which it says unfortunately it's no longer available (laughs) but uh yeah it's value listed at fifty nine thousand six hundred and eighty dollars that's so when you find out you can get that Randy, for twelve thousand five hundred dollars, that's yeah. a bargain, man. Yeah, that's great. That is a bargain. I gotta wonder: is that like the most expensive Groupon ever? Probably. Not. Probably Do they routinely not. have stuff going up? But you know, above ten thousand dollars. Impersonators way more than that. <laughs> That'd be a r- ironic if one of those uh, tours crashed. Ah. Well, oh my God! They can just say it was part of the experience. Yeah, <laughs> you know what For I mean. Authenticity's sake. <laughs> yeah, you wanted this. Yeah, that's crazy. That is just crazy. So again, so I'm sorry, but uh, Stranger Things, you're down for? It. You like it? It's great. You're into it? Oh yeah, it's good. It's good. It's long. It's good. Uh, the kids have grown up. Kids. Have grown yeah, up. that's mm-hmm. a tough one to watch. Yeah. yeah, the kids have grown up, and it's and it's. Some for it's better, get, some for worse. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to start getting tough. This has the next season has to be it because that's it. Because then they're going to be like fully grown, fully looking adults. Yeah, right. Some of them are already leaving that that spectrum of looking, you know, teenagers. You know, and they're freshmen in this season. And you're like, mm-hmm. ah, okay, okay. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Writers really aged out in this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, King Tom, you're a fan good. of this so far? I am. Um, I'm up to episode. We just finished episode four. It's a little bit weird just because they have so many great characters, but they haven't really killed anyone off or written anyone out. So they have all of these different stories that they want to service. And then you also have new characters that they're bringing in and, and everyone is split up across the country in different places. So especially the, the first two episodes to me, I was waiting for it to get, it felt like I was waiting for it to get to the point because they spent a lot of time with these new characters and one of them I felt was was way too overdramatic. And for me, it didn't kick in until the third episode. And now okay. I'm on board, but the first two just felt a little off. And like like Boo was saying, they're super long. Like tonight's was, you know, episode four was an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. And the other, it's, it's all north of an hour. And it just, it's a good story, but it just feels like it's a lot. That's, that's really interesting. Unless you've watched it or no. Yeah, I've already blazed through all of it. Oh, so you watched all of it. Okay, episode okay. Episode seven, so uh, I like it. Um, mm-hmm. it. It was tough to see the aging of some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, in all honesty, <laughs> I know Boo's favorite person in Ragon is uh, Finn Wolfhard. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's uh, a great yeah. actor. He does he a great is, job. He is a great actor. He is. Ugly he, needs to, he needs to get his uh, Marvel superhero contract <laughs> soon, because he's just got to get some... Uh, you know what? Who am I to judge? I need to stop. Hey, man. I'm sure um, he's doing man. fine, bro. Yeah, man. He's sure. yeah. He's <laughs> definitely in. He's in a band. I, I've heard. I've heard him. Yeah. Uh, I saw him on YouTube. Uh, he's in like a band and everything. He's doing all right. Be but good. Uh, I I enjoy. Uh, I know it's a little spread out, but you know what? They're last season seemed like it for me. It kind of seemed like a drag. You know, mm, to a certain okay. point. Uh, this season, I'm actually really into it. I kind of like all of it i like being able to binge or or just take it in as as i pleased and uh yeah it's been fun the um i forgot what i was gonna say shit i had something about stranger things and i totally forgot that sucks Oh, oh i'm sorry so the the horror feel lasts throughout the entire run the whole thing the whole thing okay because i know we had a goonies feel one year we had kind of like uh Sci-fi feel another year. This is their version of the horror. Okay, I love it. I, the, good for them. They know they know how to do it. Do it. So well done. Well, speaking of like nostalgia, like and going back to things, Top Gun Maverick, guys, it's still kicking ass. Eighty-six million dollars, and I believe it's at like five hundred million worldwide already. Something crazy like that. It's doing exceptional. And this week was all word of mouth. Like the 86 million uh, for a second week, that's really, really uh, good numbers. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, 9.3, still pulling in some, some dough. They're definitely north of 900 million now. Bob's Burger, the movie, 4.5. The Bad Guys, which I looked up how much because I was just uh, wanted to see how much it's made. It's made almost like $300 million. So well done. Downton Abbey, A New Era, $3 million. Um, definitely hasn't made that much money, but uh, people are, you know, still going. It only cost twelve dollars to make, though. So really, yeah. they're yes, doing yes. great. Right. Well done, Downton. And it's not down. It's not downtown, Abby. It's Downton. So don't fuck it up, people. Because I have multiple times. Anybody see Top Gun? Boo! You I saw did. Top Gun? I did. I did. Uh, I saw an IMAX uh, the way it should be seen. Very good. How, it's really good. Really good. 
Really good. Uh, I, I would almost recommend not seeing the first one, to be honest. Um, Interesting. Did it take your breath away? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. No, I just want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for something like that. Uh, yeah, no. It's, it, I, I think it's the movie that Tom Cruise wanted to make from the beginning kind of thing. Right. I, I could see why he waited for a good script. I understand that that makes sense, but also for the effects, how much they would allow him to do stuff like that. You see, this is like Tom Cruise doing his own stunts and all that, but in a multi-million dollar aircraft. And this is, he's like, yeah, this is what I've always wanted <laughs> to do. And this is something where you have to be Tom Cruise in order for them to let you to do it. So yeah, very cool. The story, it, you know, just like with the first one, you kind of have to let it go and be like, okay, I believe it. They don't really name the bad guy, but they push it, you know, and, and you understand who it is and what's going on. It's, you know, it's not like the end of the world, but it's something that they can only do. The The cast is great. Miles Teller does a good job. Um, Tom Cruise does a great job. Uh, I'd give it about an eight, about an eight. Ooh, I eight. would recommend seeing it in IMAX. I want to see it again. I probably won't see it in theaters, but I want to see it again when it comes out on whatever it is, Paramount or Peacock, whatever, wh- whoever owns it. I don't know, whatever streaming service they have it on. I would love to see it again because, yeah, it, it was pretty good. It's entertaining. You know, it's a great popcorn movie that looks great, sounds great. You see, they plugged a lot of money in it into it, mm-hmm. and I could see why he waited for it to be in theaters. He said it, it has to be in theaters, and I agree. Yeah, there's a there's a question I want to ask you so bad, but I don't I don't want you to spoil it for me. So ask, it has to do uh, it has to do with a specific song. Don't tell me. Don't just don't tell me. There's no music. <laughs> Zero music. <laughs> this time, no music. No music. Um, I, I want to read this email because it has to do with everything we just talked about. This is about from Avery, by the way. Hey, Sith listeners. It's been a minute since I emailed. It has been a minute, Avery. Um, it has been a minute since I emailed in, but figured this past weekend was perfect time to do so, given all the incredible pop culture content we got. And this, uh, he emailed us, by the way, this uh, last week. After watching the first two episodes of Kenobi, Volume 1 and 2. Um, uh, oh, and no, I'm sorry. Two episodes of Kenobi, Volume 1 of Stranger Things 4, and Top Gun Maverick at the Air and Space IMAX Theater in Dulles. Is it Dulles or Dulles? Air Force Field. Is that, is that Dulles? Probably Dulles. Is it yeah. out, if it's out in Virginia, yeah, it's Dulles. It's, yeah, D-U-L-L-E-S. I think it's yeah, Dulles. Dulles. My mind is thoroughly blown away. I enjoy Kenobi immensely and love Little Leia, as well as Moses Ingram's Riva portrayal. Fuck the racist haters. That's what he put. Tom, I, yes, I agree with you. Fuck the racist hater. Tom Cruise Maverick was the sequel slash reboot I didn't know I needed. And yeah, if you haven't seen it, make sure you do it in IMAX. So there you go, boo. Finally, Stranger Things 4 exceeded expectations and gave me an absolute, the absolute creeps with the Nightmare on Elm Street vibes we've all been missing since 1984. Without spoiling it too much there. So my question is, what song would you play? Stop reading. Stop reading. Is this a big spoiler? Stop fucking reading. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Sorry, Avery. We love you, man. But uh, some of us haven't gotten that far. So uh, oh, okay. we will we, we'll, we'll save that. Let's just yell at me, Avery. Like, yeah, really <laughs> upset. You just fucking. Well, if you, we could do it. It's just going to kill off. No, no, no. You I don't, don't want to get to watch I, I, the show then. No, no, that's okay. Maybe you How do you want to do just it? Just stop. Man, that's I'm why finished. I said stop reading. Just yeah. stop. Yeah, just yell at me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's um, what I do, man. 
Ghostbusters, they, they're having some fan event, and they just announced, mm-hmm. like, in the last few minutes, they're going to be doing oh. a bunch of stuff, including they're writing the next movie, um, they're doing an animated feature, they're doing a series on an animated series on Netflix and a comic book. Oh, there we go. From Ghostbusters Twitter, um, we're writing another movie tonight. We're going to share the code name for the next chapter in the Spengler family story. Wow. That's pretty rad. Cool, man. And Avery, yes, uh, I haven't seen it, so yeah, I definitely don't want to uh, get spoiled, but uh, this is a question. What we'll do, Avery, is we'll go back to this after we all watch it. It'll probably be in three years, but we're still going to read this. Just remind <laughs> me, we'll watch, we'll go over this email again. Um, I do like the song that he says. Can I tell you the song that he, that he wants to, he said that it'd be, Can You Hear Me Knocking, which is a great Rolling Stone song. Les and I Ooh, played the shit out good. of that on Rock Band. Um, so, all right, cool. Anybody see anything else other than Stranger Things? I saw I the first episode season. of... Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. go for it, Les. No, go ahead, uh, Boo. No, 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 no please. Uh, I saw the first episode of Miss Marvel. Oh, shit. So wrapped up in Kenobi. We didn't even do a reaction for Miss Marvel. It's going to feel bad about it, but that's okay. It's we'll okay. start episode three. How was it, Les? It's fun. It's very fun. It's, uh, it's Spider-Man Homecoming. How fun. Oh, like how, how mm. just fun and, and just got living, uh, living scenery, just all it's everything's in. It's just like interact. It's really cool. I, I want to see what else is going on. So I'm hooked. Is it set in go. present day? Yes. Sto- Storyline. Okay. Yeah. I'm re- and, I'm and, really they, and they, and they, they, they completely, they, they take care of some, they explain so many things really quickly, but as long as you're paying attention, you get it. How does okay. that uh that stylized like design thing does that play out like all throughout the episode or is it just kind of peppered in? Uh, what do you mean by that? You remember the trailers? They had like that very like they had like overlay graphics and stuff. It's, oh, like, it's all over it. the whole thing. It's okay. all over the. They're walking down the street and stuff is just going whatever their whatever the dialogue is. Things in the yeah. background are playing or animations going off that is just playing along with the dialogue. It, it's really, really, really. Well put together. Okay, cool, cool, man. I'm excited. Man. That's exciting. Yeah. Right on. Uh, okay. Anybody? Abu, what were you going to say? What did you watch? I uh, started watching season three of The Boys. Oh, well, that's no, out too? I'm God, stop behind. it, people. I know. I know. Yeah. And now that the uh, celebration has passed, you know, kind of normal right. schedule kicks back in. You know, you can squeeze in a couple episodes every now and again. Uh, it's good. You know, it's just as... Uh, grotesque raunchy? and is raunchy and ah. horrible as the other seasons. So yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I want to start watching. I keep on meaning to watch that, but I just haven't uh, had time. The whole oh, series? Time. Just, yeah. Oh, well, no, I've watched like the first two seasons, oh, okay. just oh, getting yeah. caught up with the, uh, mm-hmm. there's like three or four episodes out at this point, right? Yeah, they, they put out there the is? first three when it oh, debuted. Okay. Yeah. Just like Obi-Wan had the first two. And now I think they're on episode four or five. They come out Fridays. So, yeah. Yeah. If Obi-Wan wasn't out right now, because mm-hmm. I've been so excited for Obi-Wan, I would be all about the boys. But mm-hmm. it's just kind of taking <laughs> second string yeah. to Obi-Wan right now. Yeah, that's tough, man. Because, like, I want to see Stranger Things. I want to see the boys because I love the first right. two seasons. Mm-hmm. But it's like, where do I fit that in? I mean, right. mm-hmm. <laughs> listen, I know what you're thinking. Well, Eric, why don't you stop playing Xbox all the time? No, I'm not going to do that. That's not an option. <laughs> That's well, not even it, happening. Yeah, it, maybe maybe if I could like get an extended leave of absence from work, I could work this out. <laughs> That's what it seems like you that. need now. Like I don't know when I'm going to be able to watch the boys. 
Well, that's yeah. one I can watch without Lorena. She could give a shit. But Stranger Things, she wants Same to watch thing, with yeah. me, so that's going to be rough. So I'm going to have to just squeeze that in. But um, I did watch. I was look. I was on YouTube, and I've been. And this is kind of maybe more of a Star Wars conversation. Maybe we should save it for that segment. But I had to go back and just like with a completely ob- uh, objective eye look at the Last Jedi. Oh, okay. Like it's been a while since I've watched it, and just like the. Uh, if you just read on the internet, you would assume that it is the worst movie ever made. Sure. But you watch it and it's just so well put together, in it my is. opinion. Yep. I don't understand how people have that opinion. Um, well, I think you, you'll definitely, if you read some comments and read the internet about Kenobi, I think you, they're the same people. You know yeah, what I mean? But it almost seems like that's the percentage wise, like the ratio, it's like a it's like a nine to nine to one like ratio oh, yeah. of people who so? uh hate it and their reasons are always like very limited. They don't give like legitimate like good reasons. It's always an element, but they don't really sound like they're critiquing a movie. They're just nitpicking right. a decision they don't care for. Sure. sure. But I can and tell that, you exactly yeah. why I think it's a great movie. I could tell, yeah. give you a lot of reasons, but I don't feel like it necessarily goes that way. You guys, did you guys all like Last Jedi? Well, I loved it. Oh, yeah. I did, yeah, I and, and I mean, I still do. I think people's biggest complaint typically is, and any of their other complaints all stem from that they were wishing that Luke Skywalker was going to be different. I think that's the main mm-hmm. beef a lot of people have with this, and all of their other complaints are just extensions of that, because like, well, they took this from me, so now yeah. I'm going to nitpick everything about this. And uh, like Ray sucks and oh, they edited out one of the weapons in the, the big fight that everybody loves and oh, this and oh, that. But it's because they expected Luke Skywalker to be yanking Star Destroyers out of the sky and him being this grumpy old curmudgeon and throwing the lightsaber and all of that. It, it made people raw. And like a lot of the guys I know, that didn't like it. That was their beef. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that they mentioned too, is like they summed it all up with Luke drinking the green milk from that, that animal. That was like, that was their main. Nope. That tells you everything you need to know about that movie. Right. (laughs) It's crazy. I would honestly be surprised if they still had that opinion. If Luke didn't die, if he did everything else he did in that movie, but he didn't die because that performance he did was awesome. And his character had an arc that didn't exist prior to that. So I, I think if he had lived and there were potential for him to have further things, I don't think it would have been a problem because that Luke Skywalker was a good story. It's not like it was like, Oh it no, it's not and that last, exactly the same one. The last like 15 minutes with him, the whole Kylo. Uh, oh, right. Right. Battle, that was phenomenal. Cinematography was phenomenal. He was amazing. Uh, him interacting with Leia was amazing. The the lightsaber battle, and it's even though he wasn't there, was awesome. It was fucking rad. I don't, I don't literally get it. no I people, other maybe other than Empire has the feeling that tension of like the the ongoing throughout the entire movie pursuit of the resistance. Yeah, it's tangible. You yeah. can feel it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's like so many like weaving storylines that are happening throughout it. I don't see how someone can find that to be a bad. Right. I think it's one of the better movies. Yeah, I I agree. I think people have been playing with Star Wars action figures ever since Return of the Jedi ended, coming up with the further adventures of Han, Luke, and Leia. 
and they never really got them. And because of that, you know, yes, we we haven't really gotten any of that post-Return of the Jedi stuff involving the main characters. So the next time you see them, they are older, they're beaten down by the choices they've made. They've saved the galaxy, but they're not the, you know, they're not the current generation. They have to hand, hand it off. And there's a lot of resentment about that. I'm not saying it's right. In fact, I I don't think it's right. I think that's that's another part of the what the movie is teaching. You you know, you can have your day in the sun, but you also have to be prepared to hand it off to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Let them learn from you because they have the potential to be greater than you ever were. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people were were mature or mentally able to handle that when they just wanted, you know, Luke Skywalker doing spinny lightsaber things and Han and Leia quipping and racing around in, in spaceships. Yeah. It's, it's strange point. to me that so many people adore like, like uh, the dark Knight, like all this like deconstructionist like stuff, but can't see the value in this movie. Cause it is like star Wars deconstructed. Mm-hmm. I think. And for some people, the very first scene was like, jarring to them seeing Luke look at that lightsaber and fl- flip it over his shoulder. Some people took it personally, like King Tom said. And, and it's, it comes down to the entitlement of, of people. You know? That was the very last thing he did the last time he had a lightsaber in his hand. Right. In Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Right. Great point. He like, threw it off to the side, not over his shoulder, but same yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. But yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. It's, it's great that you yeah. watched it again. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it was, it was an awesome freaking view. And I'm sorry, there's a few like uh, moments in the theater where I have been as like hyped as when they kill Snoke. Oh yeah, like moments mm-hmm. where you're like, oh shit, I don't know what's gonna happen right now. Like this movie just like yeah, what totally a cool scene. it went straight off the rails. Yeah, yeah it was when such a happened. good moment. Yeah, very few theater Ballsy moments. Is for I Ryan think Johnson of. too. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, the guy's a fantastic director. And it's he just, really it's is. sad to see him like. Not sad, but you know, it's just it's not it's not deserved. The guy put yeah. his fucking heart and soul in that movie, and it shows. Yeah, you know, and we're getting a lot of that with Kenobi right now. I mean, there's the, the, everybody's talking about. There's no story here. There's no story here. Well, we're, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, anybody watch? We're all good. Okay. Well, uh, this uh, isn't really watching oh, something, but I finally beat Elden Ring. Oh, oh. shit. Okay. That, yeah. I mean, nice. I'm still wandering around like mopping up stuff that I didn't, you know, like skipped over, which sure. is great because now I'm like super overpowered and it's, it's a little, a little more easy breezy, but yeah, I beat that damn thing. So hot damn. Wow. Good for you. Congratulations. That's no small feat. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Cruiser. He a hundred percent of that thing. Like, I mean, all the ach- achievements. Damn. Oh, wow. man. But yeah. Did, how did Cruiser, yeah. you talk to Cruiser about McCartney? How did he like it? Uh, uh, he said it was amazing. He said it was okay, absolutely yeah. amazing. And I forgot uh, to talk to him about it today. Oh, yeah, shit. he really, really dug it. So I'm, I was very happy for him. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's so cool. Well, I think it's, I mean, we just talked a little Star Wars, but hey, it was like a tease for the real stuff. Better be, bitch. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to The Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune 
smile upon your efforts. <laughs> Boo, I'm so sorry. I don't know why Boo Bits is above Thrawn on this uh, thumbnail here. Just couldn't help yourself, huh? I, I apologize. That's coming later. Well, listen. The, the big deal is Kenobi. Okay, we do have some a couple of other things I want to talk about, like with celebration. But yeah, Kenobi, let's talk about that. Uh, l- let me just say, obviously, full spoilers at this point. I personally am surprised at like the amount of grief the episode has gotten from you know certain corners of the fandom. For me, Henry and I were watching it this morning, and listen. Ultimately, we know that Leia's going to be fine and Obi-Wan's going to be fine. We know these things. But we were both like on the edge of our seats and he's like curled up. Going, oh. The way they developed the tension and stuff, I thought was super, super good. I'm enjoying the story. And I suppose that if you really wanted to argue that there's certain things with canon that it's sort of brushing up against. I mean, listen, man, it's the, all of Star Wars has been that way. And I, 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 this isn't really going to be any different. It's very difficult to tell stories like this without having to, I don't know. I just don't let it bother me that much. I'm enjoying it for what it is. And I will say one of the people that I uh, talked to who was complaining about it admitted, look, it's enjoyable to watch. I like it. But here are my issues with it. Grand Inquisitor's dead, apparently, and so on and so on and so on. Can it, can it, can it. But I dug it. So, Randy, what do you think about it? I liked it a lot. I mean, given, granted, it wasn't as uh, action packed as the last episode, but like the little espionage thing they had going with the uh, Inquisitorious and the camera work throughout the episode is a little bit more slow moving, plus the reveal of like the Jedi like tombs. There was a, and the like the reaction from Vader when he uh, confronts Riva. There were just like so many like cool things and nods to like Fallen Order that I really did enjoy the episode. But it wasn't. It's going to be hard to compete with last week because there was just like right. that moment that we were all waiting for. But I really did like it. I agree with Randy on this one. I didn't like it as much as I did the first two, but I I'm, I appreciate that they took us to a detour. You know what I mean? I appreciate that they did something totally different. And I love the lighting and the sound engineering. I mean, listening to it on the AirPods when we're doing the reaction videos, you hear sounds that I haven't heard, you know, since New Hope or Empire and seeing the snow speeders for the first time in live action since Empire. That's awesome. That was, it was just, everything was cool about it. I, I know people want to see more fighting with Vader and Kenobi, and I'm sure we're going to get another one or Reva and Kenobi going at it. But they can't all be bangers, guys. Because if they were, then they wouldn't be bangers. This was a fun episode. There was great. It moved the story forward. It's all good. I, I thought this was very much a banger. Especially with all the suspense of... Because I, I thought um, Indira Varma's character, every scene she was in, I thought she was going to either get caught or die. That is true. And she managed to you know, use her A, knowledge of I- I- imperial s- strategy and rules and be, her, you know, her cunning and thinking on her feet to get out of it. 
and the the parts with with Obi Wan sneaking around and then taking out the stormtroopers in the dark that was cool when oh, the, when so the speeders showed up I almost jumped off my couch at that moment Oh, that's cool because you know they 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 name drop them earlier on in the episode yeah and then you think okay the the three of them are captured in this docking area mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden the speeders show up and they escape I I thought it was great yeah and I did too I, when when I say banger I mean Things like Randy said, who are the things that are initially um, what people want to see. You know, like Vader versus Kenobi. It's going to be so hard to top that unless it's yeah. Vader versus Kenobi again. But you're right, man. It was, it was, it, it had a ton of action in it, and the sequences were great. And that those the tombs were crazy. Uh, and, and I think Les said it perfectly. I think he said it was Dexter vibes. Uh, I think he was watching yeah. it last night, and, and they've gone that route. I, I I don't know if it's a tomb more like a trophy room. Yeah, like a yeah, trophy it's like souvenirs. Room. It was well, it yeah. like they were ensconced in amber. Yeah, I got Jurassic Park. Like it was really, oh, it was yeah. like a museum. Oh, it was totally Jurassic like a museum. It, yeah. it was like a, a display wow. case. It was more. It very a much trophy. reminded me of the uh, first episode of Rebels, where they have Luminara in that mm-hmm. little like stasis. Yes, yes. I yes. wonder if it's intended to be that way, but it I does look it. like that. How about that scene where? Uh, it's all dark, and Obi Wan takes out those two stormtroopers. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's what I mean by lighting. Every time we see Obi Wan with the lightsabers, the lighting has been fucking awesome. Dude. His lightsabers, the, his lightsaber shines brighter and more beautiful than any other lightsaber I've seen in Star Wars. It seems like in this thing, it's it's it looks so rad, and his skills are getting better. His skills are getting yeah. better as we go along, which is going to get us to the. Uh, I would imagine the penultimate, which is next week. But Les, you you obviously uh, with your reaction last night, you you were down for it. You liked it. I liked it, but it definitely had a different tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like the now in hindsight, you know, the whole suspense and and him infiltrating and having to get out of there and just Obi Wan with his his rusty skills and having help from Tala. Uh, but still, it was like at any moment, real danger could happen. Uh, the heroic moment that, you know, where the snow speeders showed up and obviously them losing a player, a person. Uh, but yeah, getting that, um, seeing the display of all the, the, the Jedi they found and even leading up to the young, the youngling with, uh, yeah, that was, that was. And it, it seems man. like we were on eggshells looking at it because we were wondering if somebody else that we knew we were gonna, was going to pop up. Like, is Quinlan Voss going to be in there, or, it, or it, anybody that we love? And then we thought anybody, it was Plo Koon, yeah. but everybody um, had uh, we when we saw Plo Koon, we thought it was Plo Koon. Obviously, it's not Plo Koon. It wasn't Plo Koon. Well, because Plo Koon gets Cause he got uh, shot, he's blown up in the ship. Huh? He gets blown yeah. up in the ship. So oh, it can't yeah, be. So yeah. thank you, YouTube. Uh, uh, commenters. You can always for, get on YouTube. Yes, you can always uh, get on you guys for correcting us. Yeah, but um, it did have a different. I mean, and then well, actually, in the, the little in between between Reva and Leia, was was cool. It was it was uh, intense. I'm glad she didn't take it. I'm glad she didn't get a chance to take it to that level of like actually torturing mm-hmm. Leia because that was that was going to be tough if they went there. They, <laughs> yeah, they've already pushed le- limits. They they've sure already have. pushed the envelope. But Vader snapping necks, and then they just mm-hmm. got like dead Jedi like on display like it's yeah it and, and children usually it's taboo to go out you know have children being yeah man, anything they, you see nah. a, a little youngling floating around that this, was this, a little yeah. odd this first 10 years of of anakin being vader 
has been just him stacking up and just saying and just going full just he's fully embraced the dark side and it's great. And, and this show, it makes it that much more important to see how he completely changed by Jedi and how he mm-hmm. uh, saved his son. Like, this Vader would, would not do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't think. No, no. Yeah. And also, it, it's kind yeah. of, it's, it's, it's weird to see, but it's, it's just, it speaks to what the Empire is, is that all it takes is for you, if you have a higher rank, to just flex. Mm-hmm. You know, as she was just able to just say what you know, she just like put the guy in it. He tried to check her, and like this isn't where you're supposed to be. She's like, "Are you really messing with me? I yeah, outrank you. Me? Yeah, I outrank yeah. you. Shut the hell up!" And he's like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay." I mean, you just don't want to. You want to. You just don't want to lose favor. It's just that that easy to like just be force choked, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, right. They're scared to death. I really Could, did like going back to that Leia and uh, Riva stuff. I really did like the. Uh, so can I call my dad then? Since yeah, we're mm-hmm. on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's a little cool. tactician moves of hers. Mm-hmm. Like she's not like gullible in it, any sense. Yeah, she held her own for sure. Yeah. Who? What'd really you cool. What'd you think? Yeah. No, I I, I dug it too. Uh, yeah, the feel is different. I got a feel of uh, a New Hope, where you see you know Obi Wan skulking around the Death Star kind of thing. You know, hiding from troopers. Yes, you know, yes, for sure. Things, turning things mm-hmm. off. You know, yeah, kind of call just around. Doesn't want to engage. He will mm-hmm. if he has to, but you know, he's kind of just all right. I need to know where I'm going. I'm, I'm going to get it done. Well, he even he even made the noise, just like he did Ex- in, exactly, in episode exactly. four. Yeah, yeah. So, and it and it was cool to see uh, that even more of a reminder of the Death Star is you know just I guess Empire architecture or interior at least and then mm-hmm. you see stormtroopers walking around gives yeah. you a, a, a good feel of you're like oh yeah this is this is star wars you know this is original trilogy yeah. stuff so i was like that's that's pretty cool um obi-wan deflecting the uh, laser blasts like it's nothing focusing on on you know holding the water back and then just doing that kind of thing oh, oh, that, that that's was, true good point that was a cool that, scene that was pretty that's awesome. the first time he fights like a regular stormtrooper like uh, original trilogy like stormtroopers mm-hmm. like with a saber on. oh yes mm-hmm. that's true that's kind of it was cool to see that that little like mashup the, of, uh, hang on the the padawan yeah. thing really bothered amanda like really? super yeah, bothered her. Yeah. and yeah, even when right. after we watched the episode when henry was trying to say something about it, she's like nope 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 it really really <laughs> oh. stuck her and uh you know one of the questions that came up is how are they so perfectly preserved? Like, I mean, there's, they don't appear to, you don't see like limbs cut off or scorched clothing or anything, you know, have they captured them and just it, it, like killed them and post them. And I, I don't know, man, it's pretty creepy. Yeah, it, stuff. Lo- it looked like marmalade. And they're not, there were, like, there were a couple or anything. What's that? They're just like they're in their actual gear. They mm-hmm. haven't been. They've been yeah, like yeah. preserved exactly because as they probably caught. Luminara was in some like jail jumpsuit or something. Yeah, yeah uh, Luminara. There, um, there were a couple of it, just to call it what it is, like questionable CGI moments on the flight deck, like especially when uh, Tala's ship was coming in to land. Oh. It looked like a video game, and it's yeah. like the lighting on the ship was wrong. 
compared to everything around it. The landing when it landed, like it looked weird, but then the the smoke that discharges and rolls off the surface of the deck was spot on. So I don't know why it looked funny, but seeing Obi Wan do his thing was very good. I mean, and I mean when I say doing his thing, I mean his whole thing with the the swimming, the being aggressive and all of that was really something and man i'm so keen on just just how ewan mcgregor is doing all of this his acting is superb and like i said the physicality of it like he does this little move whenever he like first gets the lightsaber out in the hallway and uh yeah man it just I love this show. I really am surprised that you can find fault in anything except for this episode of this podcast and every other episode of this podcast. <laughs> but but y- 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 I'm not just going into it blind. I'm just focusing on the things about it that I like and then I'm liking it. So I, I don't <laughs> right, right. I, I hate to you. think that there's only two left. I dare you like what right. you like. Yeah, yeah it I, is crazy. I'm bummed out about done. that. Mm-hmm. Speaking speaking of there only being two left, I was yeah. talking to some coworkers about it about this you know most recent episode. And they're like, "Yeah, man, I can't wait for season two, maybe even season three. And I'm like, "Oh, uh, I'm like, yeah, no, guys, there's only two episodes left. It's a limited series. Bummed out. They're all just but, I, fucking but like, boo. I think they came out. Didn't they come out and say season two is happening? No, like, not was that was that a rumor? It wasn't official, but rumor. it's strong yeah. rumors. Strong. They, they rumors. also said there might be a Vader series. Oh. Yeah, well, I know. I, so, so take that for what you will. But I could so, see a Doctor Afra series with Vader in it. Yeah. Well, the Kenobi thing—that would be kind of cool. The most popular show, I'm sure. Like, uh, they probably have. Yo, for I, it's more I likely to happen around. than it was before. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be three seasons, but I think you're going to see another season. Mm-hmm. Really, because, five at the least. Five. <laughs> yeah. Well, because uh, oh, because because Ewan has come out and said he loves playing this character mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. would love to do it again. And I've and heard he him say that. On that paycheck. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. That also ha- that she also helps tremendously. <laughs> yeah. And you don't yeah. bring Hayden back just for this. I don't think. Just for six episodes like this. Well, I don't know. It, you know, it's pretty much confirmed he's going to be in the Ahsoka series on some mm. level. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's Correct. that. Now, as far as Hayden actually appearing in this show, it's him in the backs of tank. Mm-hmm. It was him in that in the desert when Obi Wan was like seeing things, or Hayden was projecting himself out there. I don't know, or Hayden Anakin was projecting right. himself out there. But all of the scenes where Vader's taking any sort of action, it's just like the Mandalorian not being Pedro Pascal. Oh, it's there. not Hayden because I heard he was in the suit they showed it on twitter i ran across like uh here's three of the vader stunt doubles oh. and they're they're all three in the suits at the same time so yeah i mean a, a lot of that and i mean that, that's just how it goes well i think the action sequences they're going with stunt doubles but the scenes like yesterday's i mean yeah. uh, last episode that was that was hayden dude because i know hayden talk, talked about him being in the suit and how rad that was and how great that was. And then Obi-Wan, I remember months ago, said that he had a great scene with Hayden. Um, and it was something that he fulfilled. He wanted to fulfill all his life. So Hayden's been in that suit multiple times. I just don't think with the lightsaber battles, Hayden could do it. Yeah, Probably. right. You wouldn't want him to. No. 
it's so one thing that I do know from oh, guys who who costume like in the five hundred first, the Vader and Kylo Ren are both very difficult because you're completely sealed up in it. That Vader helmet is a two piece sealed up thing where, like with your stormtrooper helmet, you can look, you can see daylight out of the bottom and stuff, and you've got a lot of uh, like you're wearing basically um, an Under Armour suit under your armor so you can feel wind blowing through it. But in that Vader thing, man, it's a lot of leather pleather. Mm-hmm. And, and that I, I would think that that if you were claustrophobic, I suspect it'd be pretty tough. That's funny. You said that because now I remember exactly where I heard this. There was a, a British kid that was interviewing Hayden. He was hilarious. He was awesome. Um, and he, he asked them one of the first questions was, um, how is it in that suit? And Hayden said that they all, it's, it's tough, but they have this huge air conditioning setup that's running through it. So he's like, it, w- it isn't as bad as you think is what he, what he said. So, so for sure he's confirmed that he's been in it. Right. Um, uh, so one thing, man, I really want to talk about is the scene where they've escaped. They're on the, like the cargo shuttle at the end and Leia reaches out and takes his hand, mm, yeah, takes Kenobi's good. hand. Awesome. And it was like the sweetest, purest thing mm-hmm. and it i really there's a wisdom about that kid that's beyond her years and i suspect i don't find that unbelievable because of who her parents are what they do and and what they know has happened and what is coming they've done their due diligence in preparing her for the realities of her world right you know and so, like, like I've said, anybody who has a kid that age, you see elements of that in your kid that is not unfathomable. But I, I wondered, you know, she's a little girl and the way she, meaning the character, the way she uh, reacts to being scared was very good. Her, she's a really good actress, but like as a character itself, you, it's just that much more believable but it's hard to decide. Is she holding his hand, seeking comfort or is she comforting him? I think she's and comforting him. I think, I think it's probably like an up the middle sort of thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I saw it as she was comforting him. He looked very bummed out. I almost thought, I, I thought it was uh, almost like a recognition of, okay, I can depend on you. Huh? Like after it's like, he came back for her. Yeah. Right. And the whole time she, she was being told that he was dead. He's not coming back. And then through hell and high water, he ended up getting her. I thought I kind of saw it as an appreciation. I mean, obviously there are elements of, you know, comforting him, but maybe it's just comforting each other. Yeah. I think there's like a major sense of relief there. Uh, One thing I do hate to see is, and I knew the tracker instantly when they mentioned it was going to be her little droid. It's like, Oh, little droid. So cute. I hate to see that. Lola, Lola, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're hinting that this is where Vader got the idea to track the Millennium Falcon on the Death Star? Ooh. No, I mean, I guess, but Mm -hmm. to me, that just seems like a no brainer, but maybe. Yeah. I did find it. I did find it curious that he, like, the way they played that out, where he's holding her up and choking her. And then the second she says, I let him go and he instantly stops. And when she says, I, you know, I put a tracker on the ship. It's like, 
Oh, well then. Hey, ace job. Well done. I just thought it was a weird, like, well, they, weird but turn. that happens a lot in the Afra stories where he's about to kill her. Yeah. Or he's, he's over her and then she switches instantly, just like that. That reminded me of the Afra stories. Uh, right when he did that, I was like, oh, okay. I could see him, you know, doing this. But if you haven't read their stories or, you know, read, uh, read the comics, you, would, you wouldn't know that. So, yeah. I could see King Tom, cool. any minuses for you here overall? So in this episode or the series as a whole so far, um, the only I'm trying, I'm trying to think and, you know, give a real answer. Um, it's just right now trying to see how it all fits in because the suspense is, is, has been done so well. I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do they get out of this without tying Leia slash Bale to Obi-Wan. You know, at first, when when they introduced the idea, I thought it was going to be, okay, Reva is doing this on her own, and she dies somewhere, you know, she's doing this off book. She dies somewhere during the story, so no one else finds out that Obi-Wan has a tie to Bale, and Bale Organa, who, you know, and Leia, this orphan, is strong with the Force, but... They're not doing that. You know, Vader knows about this. So I'd like to know why, or I'd like them to at least address why at some point Vader never follows up. Um, and just just little little things like that. Um, but even even then, I wouldn't say that's a minus. Just, and it, of course, the you know, the Grand Inquisitor, what's going on with that? Yeah. Um, but again, that's just not a minus. It's just something I need to, to be patient and wait to see at the end. I I have a question. How much does Vader actually know? Because Reva Reva's played this pretty close to the chest. She's it, how much does he? All he knows Kenobi, and mm-hmm. she's gonna bring him Kenobi somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Or or, yeah. or is is he aware? So I think he's just blinded by his anger. He doesn't give a damn that, how it's. That's done. a good point. Yep. Who 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 get it, who it gets done to? He's just like bring me Kenobi. And that's, why, and that's why he flipped so quickly when she said, yeah. I have a yeah. track. So oh, he, okay, cool. Because he was like, you. I'm going to kill you unless yeah. you give me a sliver of hope, then I'm going right. to get that mofo. And, the, mm-hmm. and she did. And he was like, okay, cool. You're still useful to me. So I, right. I, I, I'm not sure if he even gives a damn what her plan is, what she's doing to whoever. I think he's just like Kenobi. He's, you know, he's Kenobi drunk, where he's just like, I need that mofo, and I need him now. That that's kind of a, thing. That's a great point. And and if she were to mention anything else, she would probably mention the whole idea of the path above Leia. Even. Mm-hmm. I what get the th- impression yeah, that yeah. Um, he doesn't necessarily even expect anything of uh, any uh, anything extraordinary from the Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. So that's why he treats them the way he does, and that's why he is being like, "Oh, I, I." I'm impressed. I I didn't realize what you were made of, kind of thing. When he lets her go, because he doesn't really expect anything from these guys. He looks mm-hmm. at them as just grunts, and that's how he's been with everyone, other than the emperor. Yeah. Everyone, if his yeah. coming across Thrawn, coming across uh, Afra, or any of the, you know, they're um, all beneath character. him. Yeah, they're all beneath him, unless it's the, the emperor. But I got a question. What what's the difference between the first fight between Vader and Kenobi and the second? What do you guys think? Oh, you mean like the second that we haven't seen yet? Well, this is the second fight that we've seen. Right now? 
in in this episode. In this well, the, I, to me, the difference is Obi won, then Obi lost. No, the, the difference is, is both of them are not. <laughs> Eric left oh, the building. <laughs> Everybody's gone. Wow, this was the last. Wow. Uh, Les got into it though. He was about to answer the question. Um, everybody laughed. I'm sorry. So I allow apologize. me to critically think after that. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry, Les. Damn, Raj. Oh, that was good. Then. Thank okay. you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, they're back. <laughs> they're back. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. we're dead. We're 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 in case. <laughs> when uh, you when you say this the second fight. I realized yeah. that was just a long run around to set up your. Yeah, I don't even want to dignify it with the term joke, but uh, storytelling at its best. There's it really is. only one fight so far in this show betwixt the two. I'm just talking about in general of what yeah. we know of Star. So Wars. we've seen three fights by them then, right? But the yeah. second one, Obi Wan lost two. Now I guess you can say yeah. well, he got burned. Anyway. He was in a back tank for a half second, got healed. Let's not talk about that though. He's not super healed. All oh, he's his, not because he looked all, really good in the hallway. Looked better than he did the first time he were with the lights. All of the scarring and stuff they showed was on his back. No, he had some arm situations. And he, well, he had clothes on the whole time. Yeah, it, clothes melts on your skin. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> he laughed. <laughs> I'm just being a troll, Eric. Just you know, just playing the role hey, of the troll. I will say that uh, hey, living in California. Early on in the show, it's like, oh man, they're in California. Mm. Like some of the sets, like you can see the production of it. Mm-hmm. Like when the the Vader fight episode, absolutely love the episode, but you're like, oh, you're in the middle of like Joshua Tree. Northern California. And they get these all local people to be yeah, extras. And then they get like people that like, like oh, that right. guy works at 7-Eleven. Oh, that guy's a podcaster. Right. I was like, do you know these people? Ajax like, Citizen. Uh, it's like you know podcaster but are we really trying to answer the question of what's the difference between the two fights no we're not that was well, a joke. and then no. and then yeah, was like so you see you, that when they're outside and they're in california but then you mm-hmm. see the uh the like the internal shots of all these places and uh and that's just you realize that's one more place that, like it's so realistic because i'll never be there and you realize well that's because it was filmed at a college <laughs> but anyhow uh yeah i didn't graduate from college just want to tell you right now so anyway hot damn for obi-wan it's really good i love how the lightsabers look they are doing a great job i'm glad that they use like a lit blade in the thing now so that it casts real colored light on the other people before they add the effect on in film. And so that's really cool. Uh, the Obi-Wan's Hill is one of the coolest looking ones around. I'm, I'm like to know that you can completely submerge them in water with no, uh, protection or anything. And they'll just light right up. Oh, that's yeah. pretty neat. That's very handy information to have, but let's jump off of Obi-Wan. Okay. That's what she said. And talk about a couple of things in celebration that we didn't pick up. And one of the big ones for me was Bad Batch season two. We are in my house really looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. We very much enjoyed season one. And uh, with the the time gap that they show has happened in like the episode snippet that they showed us. I don't know how long that was. King Tom, do you remember you were there? 
I don't remember exactly. It's just that Omega is, looks older. Yes. yes and yes. Uh, she's it's just the hat. Developed a lot of Omega. A lot of proficiency with her weapon and that sort of thing. But I- I'm glad that they're that they're pushing this. Are you guys are, is anybody else hip to that show? Oh, I'm so excited. Totally. I love that show. Yeah, it looks good. I'll watch it. Then, so also let's talk a little bit about this follow-up to Jedi Fallen Order, which we talked about. It's going to be called Jedi Survivor. Oh, I thought we watched it last night. (laughs) (laughs) I've never never had Eric leave three times in a podcast. This is a record. Which didn't like... Five minutes also. Yes. Right. Yeah, this is very disappointing. Uh, one thing, so they released a trailer while we were there at Celebration. I don't think, did we talk about this really last week? Uh, the thing so. with, no. The so. thing with trailers like this, it's hard for me to get excited about it. Because the, it's just a bunch of imagery that's definitely not gameplay. It tells you exactly nothing. And, I mean, just knowing that the game's coming and that it's got a title... The excellent because I'm sure it will be fantastic and I can't wait to play it. But with trailers like that, I'm like, me. It's so opposite for me. For me, it's hell yeah, because that's how I'm going to watch it on <laughs> YouTube and all the cutscenes of people playing it. So for me, it was like, this looks amazing because <laughs> I'm not going to play it. I'm just going to watch it. Whenever I did that thing on May, May 4th at that place, whenever we walked back through the building to go like suit down, yeah. uh, some they were watching like a star wars movie it was a playthrough of jedi fallen order mm. on youtube that's what they were watching yep but uh it is good it's a good story it is it's really good i <laughs> yes. enjoyed it but anyhow who else is who else is going to play that game i will oh i'm totally playing that game. no boo no it not that it's a no it's just i i it didn't engage me oh. i was like yeah i want to get it the first time and Maybe at some point, but I I can't guarantee that I will. Maybe maybe if they, you know, sell like a like a two game bundle or something like that for you know forty bucks or something at some point, I'll probably probably snag it and store it for a couple years and then be Wait, like, oh yeah, let me get to that eventually. Well, you can come if over time, and watch it together cheap. if you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The first you guys game that doesn't have monetizations in it, and you want a fucking deal. You should get <laughs> you go to like Goodwill or someplace and get you a couple of secondhand video game controllers and sit on the couch and watch playthroughs and pretend yes. like it's you. <laughs> right. I use my Atari controller with the orange. There you button. go. There you go. And I, I was like, man, this is great graphics for that era. Now, Boo, do you have a a PS4? Yeah, I have a PS4. Yeah, and then okay. Brittany has her Xbox One, mm-hmm. One One S. I don't know what it is, but yeah. So if you subscribe to Game Pass Ultimate, which is the way to go, if you're going to pay for Xbox Live and Game Pass, just get Game Pass Ultimate. Mm. It it includes EA Play, which has Jedi Fallen Order in there, oh, and, and uh, Battlefront, and all all of your good Star Wars EA games are in that as but part of Game Pass. Isn't Survivor only going to be on the five? Yeah, that's that is correct. Now, yeah, it's only going to be on the new gen consoles. Which, listen, that was bound to happen. It had to. Otherwise, what's the point of the new gen consoles? <laughs> right. It's it's oh, the graphics look better and the frame rates higher. Okay, but let's dig deep and really talk about the processing power of it 
And so, yeah, that's that's the shift that's gonna gonna be there. What's weird to me, speaking of that, is that it's still so hard to get a PlayStation Five. That's my. Thing. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I just thing. finally got a hold of one a month and a half ago. That's crazy. And I wanted it for a while. I finally got lucky enough to find one. Launch was over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's had a day one. Getting Xboxes has gotten a little bit easier, but you almost have to steal yourself up to buy a bundle. That's just about the only way you can tend to get them is where you buy a bundle where it includes like gaming headset, extra controller. And so instead of that $500 price point you're hoping for, if you really want an Xbox Series X, you're going to spend about 800 bucks because you're going to get all this other crap with it. Right. But it is what it is. It just I had considered buying a PS5 just for the sake of it because it'd be cool to have but i mean good lord i've got such a bad catalog of games on the xbox it'd be stupid i mean to buy one <laughs> yeah, but it's just wild that they're talking about releasing these these high shelf top shelf titles like the star wars games only on the new gen consoles when they're still hard to get now obviously these games are going to be a little while coming out it's jedi survivor they're looking at uh 2023 so hopefully by then it will have the opportunity to make the consoles a little more gettable. Uh, it's not looking too good. Silicone no. shortage still exists. Yeah. So I think it's still going to be hard to get those systems, but oh, it is going to be available on PC. Boobs. No, not that kind of silicone. Uh, yeah, this is silicon <laughs> without the E. Uh, but anyhow, uh, so yeah, that's, I- I'll definitely play it. I'll, that'll, that'll be a day one get but I'm and, sort uh, of E3. over. I'm oh, sort uh, of over. Really quickly, uh, E3 is this week. So we m- might very well see someone either uh, probably Xbox show more of a Jedi Survivor. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, I, I, so while we're on the subject, just real quick, are you still buying physical titles or are you doing all digital now? All digital. Uh, yeah, I'm all digital. Even though I know it's not the like smart thing to do, it's just so much more convenient. It is. I happen to go g- grab a disc every time I want to play. For me, digital is a must, and the reason for that is is because of Xbox Family. And the way that works, I know I've talked about it a little bit, but so I am the head of the Xbox household, and our home console is the one that's upstairs. And the way that works is any titles that I buy or my Game Pass subscription or anything is available to everybody in my Xbox family account on the home Xbox. Right. They don't, I don't have to be logged into it. And so I can buy the game the one time and Henry and I can both be playing at the same time on separate consoles. That is one of the awesome things about Xbox. (laughs) Like just having to buy one copy and sharing it. Yeah. But But with the physical copy, copy, obviously you can't do that. No, you can't. But yeah, do you ever wonder, like, we haven't really run into this situation. I'm sure everyone can relate to this to some degree. When you buy all these digital goods, like, there is no plan because we haven't had it around long enough. What happens when someone passes away and they have a catalog of digital goods that they've spent money, money, and money on? Gone. It shouldn't be that way, though, man. I I know. Like, that is such, like, a uh, licensing loophole. Mm-hmm. That someone's like all this person's like equity is just gone. Yeah. Well, and I think that's where, and I know this is <laughs> what a turn of conversation, but that's where it's really important to have for like your loved ones a list of accounts you have, right? 
and how to get into them. Because as long as they have your email address and password, they can access your stuff. Now, it's not transferable. Yeah. If like your Voodoo account, you're still going to have to have that person's Voodoo account to watch all of that digital content that they've bought over all that time. But but yeah. Golly, yeah, what it feels deal. like there should be like a way to transfer over like license rights to someone who's built up like this big digital collection. Well, I know that's it's not going to happen. But well, that's why in the in the EULA it'll always say that it's non-transferable that right. for that reason, so that you'll buy it. Yeah, you're not supposed to sell the digital codes that come with your physical disc, but people do all the time. But anyhow, enough about right. that. Enough about that. What else, Star Wars-wise, did we hit during Celebration? Some High Republic news? King Tom, that's sort of your bag. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there was a pretty big panel um, the first day Randy and I sat in on that. Uh, they they didn't really talk about the, the first phase, which I was kind of glad about because I like panels that look forward to the future. They talked a lot about Phase 2, which is set 150 years or so before Phase 1. And... Going back to when they announced that move, I, I always wondered why they were doing it, uh, because it didn't feel like there were that many, you know, there wasn't a big, how did Anakin Skywalker become Darth Vader type of question. Um, and there's still, it doesn't really still feel like there's anything big that needs to be addressed in that way, but some of the 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 story ideas and characters and settings that they shared uh were interesting enough to say, yeah, bring it on. Um, like what they they shared some concept art of of some of the Jedi and and the book covers and comic book covers. One of the things that was really interesting to me, they had a, a a kind of group of villains, and I don't remember the name of the villains. And this was just concept art that I think one of the authors did. Um, but they were all dark side users, um, from non Sith sects like the uh sorcerers of tund which is a group mentioned in some of the really old eu books and basically these these are all chump villains but it's it's a group of them getting together to cause trouble for the jedi and just the way they framed it made it seem very entertaining i'm glad they're exploring something like that in star wars so phase two won't have it won't it's not a direct follow-up to phase one, but I still think it's it's going to to expand the, the High Republic even more and, and give us some great stories. Well, I can't wait for that. I, I, it sucks that I had to miss that panel. I was looking yeah, Mark Thompson panel. was there doing some voices, yeah, too, which is pretty that's cool. that's so great. We got to get him back on so we can ask him about visions. I still regret that. Damn it. <sighs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm glad you guys got to go to that, so you got some info. So, and then the only other thing that I can think of that maybe we missed was like news wise was anything about season three of the Mandalorian. And like, we talked about what they showed with the mm-hmm. Ahsoka trailer and stuff, but the, so they're looking at Mando season three being this December, right? Like, but literally probably the first episode will be the only one inside of this calendar year. And then the rest will spill over into next year. That's sort of the vibe I got. But is, has there been any information about how many episodes they're looking at for this? I didn't see any. I just, re- just remember the reel that we got to see, which was so rad for Mando three. That yeah, thing as far awesome. as I remember, I think the only e- episode count they mentioned was uh, Andor. Mm-hmm. 
and multiple seasons, right? Three. Yeah. Yeah. Two no, two. I thought it was two Andor. seasons, uh, twelve episodes each. Yeah. Oh, two seasons. I'll take the twelve episodes. That's great. That's almost yeah, like no, three seasons. That's what I said. Shit, where yeah, the fucking right. Kenobi was thirty-five minutes yesterday. By the way. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised at how it short it yeah. was. I was expecting it to be, you know, fifty minutes. And when we sat down to watch it tonight uh, during dinner, it's like, oh my god, it's already over. What the hell? Now it seemed longer to me when I watched it the mm-hmm. first time because I was yeah. so like sucked into the story. And the tension that they were able to build with it made it feel elongated, not in a bad way. It was just very immersive. I think that episode two was 48 minutes. Yeah. I'm mistaken. That feels right. Yeah. That whole episode, I just wish Leia had some Heelys on or something just so she could get out of there a little bit quicker. (laughs) (laughs) That kid's so cool. What a great actress. Good on her, man. Hopefully, you know, that this will be a jumpstart to a good career as opposed to how many child actors yep. don't end up making that transition over. Right. Or maybe she'll do this and that'll be it for her. Maybe, you know, do a couple other things and she wants to go to college and be normal for a while. I saw O'Shea Jackson put out a tweet how stoked he was about being in it last night. Yeah, that was cool, man. That was yeah. cool to see because he had the whole where it started, where it is now. And, uh, you know, went from being a PA to uh, starring in the show. Getting lines. So rad. Now he can afford to do lines. That's great. Hey, yo. Nice, nice. Hey, anyway, there you go, man. Star Wars. There's probably other stuff, but th- we've got a few other things to talk about besides Star Wars. So yeah, let's yeah. just call it right Yeah, let's there. zoom through it. Um, I want to, before we do boo bits, I want to play this um, <laughs> trailer trash. And it's, it's from a game called Broforce. And Avery sent this in, by the way. Um, so let's uh let's watch a little bro force. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you got me now. <laughs> okay, so freedom. Freedom. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is you're, you're pretty much just annihilating people and you're just new bros. New bros. Bronin. Okay, I love Bronin. Not Conan, but it's Bronin. Oh, the sword is destructive. Brochetti. Brochetti. This should be copywritten. Uh, oh, he throws the That's incredible. I kind of want to play this. features. Bro, amazing features. Mega bosses. Uh, We'll explain, people. We'll explain. There's nothing to explain. Coconuts? No way. Killer coconuts? Oh, see, that's cool. This is incredible. That is going to be one of our Patreon tiers that we play Pro Force. Damn it, I'm just going to say that. (laughs) Oh, 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 we're not done. Oh, man, it's... uh, Wow, it looked pretty. I mean, I would play that game. It looks like a blast. It, it's like an eight really metal well. slug. It's a yeah. did really well. metal slug knockoff. Made, that game made $22 million. Whoa, oh my God. Oh, my God. And that was Damn 2014? Right, that was 2014. That was a lot wow. of video game dollars back then. Yeah. Man. So for I mean, you guys wow. that don't know, it's a side it's a side scroller. It's kind of set up like uh, Super Mario World. <laughs> that, uh, um, <laughs> it, But it's... It just going about a thousand miles an hour and it looks exactly what it sounded like. 
Yeah. <laughs> it there's just I don't know another way to put it. And so any of you guys, if you've seen the Unikitty cartoon, have you seen this? No. It is a freaking trip. It's I personally recommend it. It's on Hulu, Unikitty. And she's one of these characters like um the 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 theme song for the show is done by Baby Metal. If you're familiar mm. with them, yeah, Japanese act. Yep. And uh it's Dude, the very first episode is called Spooky Game. It's so funny. But uh, <laughs> that there's a character called Hawkadile on there. He's part <laughs> hawk, part crocodile. Oh, and that's awesome. him. Yeah, bro. Yeah. The, the <laughs> hawk screech and everything. It makes me think of that big time. That's, yeah. They shoot a bunch of bees, like a beehive, and all the bees yeah. go down and just annihilate everybody that was below. When them. it first started, I'm like, oh, this is a joke. That's what I thought. I Nothing thought can be too. this awesome. Yeah. I, I kind of want to play it. I, I totally want to play it. the bees comment is supposed to be a Wicker Man joke. Oh, okay. It's from the, the Nicolas Cage movie. No, the bees. Oh, okay. Right on. Bro, Bro Force was the name. Bro Force. Yeah. I wonder if that's available on Xbox. Oh, I'm sure it is. Because it said earlier. the first trailer trash where we actually either yeah. see a movie or purchase the game and play it. Because it was so, made by well Devolver Digital. So, and I, usually they put a lot of their stuff on console. Because <laughs> it said early access on Steam. So it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, not so if if well. Online multiplayer! <laughs> yeah! Oh, my God. I saw That's this... Why. Freaking, it was a the, like the best prank call ever. And this was on TikTok. And so the video that they put behind it was just so that it could be on TikTok. And it was like footage from Grand Theft Auto. But it was this wrestling commercial. They call this lady. Have you seen this? And it's no. like, pay-per-view John Cena, blah, blah, blah. And they're going on and on. There's all this music playing. And she's like, we will never have wrestling in this house again. <laughs> I'm telling you right now and so on and so on. And it just escalates and escalates. And it reminds me of that. I'm going to look for the clip because oh, it, okay. you guys will enjoy listening to it. Carry on and we'll see if I can drum this up. All right. Have you well, guys ever boo? watched a, uh, oh, go ahead. No. Have you guys ever watched a, uh, a juggalo, uh, like a marketing video for when they have those, uh, that show that like big, like festival show. No. Oh my god, it's one of the best things you can possibly see, dude. It is there it's basically like if you had a concert and you wanted to have like a commercial for it and it goes on for like an hour. And oh, you're talking about the gathering, right? The gathering, the, thank the you. The big the oh, big yeah, that's what they call dude, it, the juggle. Just watch together for the gathering. Like an announcement video for the gathering. Just watch 10 minutes and just at a certain point it becomes like fucking like dirtbag ASMR. <laughs> because they are just like talking the stupidest shit. They are like advertising the popcorn machines that they're going to have there. They're going to have a trampoline. Anything <laughs> you could possibly do to give more clout to the experience. And it's just so fucking funny. Oh, dude. I, I got to check that out. It's worth checking out. I love them. See, this is all Patreon content, bro. We've already come up with the whole. Oh, yeah, dude. Thing. Fucking. I want, I'm going to do a show just about the gathering. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm down. Well, Boo, um, while they're looking up that stuff, uh, yeah. would you like to do some Boo Bits? Yeah. This I time, would you like to do it without the intro, Boo? I, I, better be Bits. It better be Bits. Oh, yeah, it's Bits, Mike. It's Bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's Bits. It's Bits. Boo, how did you fall for that one? Come on, yeah. man. 
I, 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 I gave hope, and now it's all gone. <laughs> it's dashed. Um, well, we were talking about gathering and stuff like that. Something that has gathered us all together in oh. happiness and in joy and just Lost goodness is uh, Ted Lasso. Oh, yes. Ted Lasso has all made us happier, smile, give us hope, all that. Well, it's ending after season three. So I know. What your, is that all about, dude? All your hope is gone. I yeah. know. Hope is dead. Yeah. That sucks. Um, yeah. So Ted Lasso after season three, that's it. Mustache is gone. Soccer Aww. team is kaput. We are, we are leaving the United Kingdom and it's done, which made me rather sad. Yeah, me too. That kind of sucks. But something else that's coming back, and uh, which is rather surprising to me because I thought it was a hoax, but uh, looks like uh, The Joker 2 is actually happening. No. Yeah. So Todd Phillips confirms that a Joker sequel is in development. Uh, uh, he, <sighs> he put out an image of a, I guess, a script, and it's, uh, it says Joker, and then in French, it has under it, it which translates madness for two. Whoa. Yeah. So Joaquin will put himself through all of that shit again. Joaquin Phoenix is back. Yes, yes. Looks like he's gonna be back wow. as as uh the Joker character for Damn, uh, for that's crazy. So that's yeah, crazy. no no other word of when all that other stuff, so who knows? Yeah. Um, that's um I'm excited about that. Something I'm super excited for is the uh the Predator prequel ah, Prey. Right. It's coming out on Hulu Street, straight to streaming on Hulu August fifth. There's been a uh, brand new trailer coming out. Looks awesome. Um, so there's a predator that's uh, essentially hunting a Comanche tribe, and uh, I, I can't remember exactly when it's set, but you know, Native American uh, Comanche tribe is being hunted. Uh, looks awesome. Just that's such a cool tomahawks, premise, arrows against yeah, a predator. Fuck up that predator. I fucking hope so. Uh, something else that's really cool about it is Ooh. that since it deals with the Comanche tribe, the entire movie uh, has been translated into Comanche. Yeah, I heard you can watch language. it in Comanche language. You yeah. can watch it in Comanche, which I thought was really awesome. Right, that's cool. Uh, just adds to kind of just the, the coolness of it. Um, so yeah, that's August 5th. I will be watching that. Yeah, I'll watch that too. About that one. Yeah, love Predator, especially after the last one. Last one was pretty garbage. Maybe <laughs> even made me sad. So yeah, and uh, I think that's about all I got. Not too, not too much. It's okay, a few bits in your satchel. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Um, I'll uh, end this thing uh, with uh, an email from Lumberjack Nick here, and uh, he emailed us. Hey y'all, just want to say that I had an absolute blast this past weekend hanging out with you all. The first time I met Les in a Raj was when we went and saw. Rogue One. I never listened to the Sith list, but you two seem like such awesome and friendly guys. Are you sure it was us? Let me check. <laughs> that I became a listener for life. Aw. And getting to hang out with you guys from time to time has always been one of my highlights of my life here in Southern California. Lumberjack Nick. That's, that's, I mean, I appreciate you saying that, but that cannot be true because um, cannot be a highlight. But I appreciate you saying that. And we love hanging out with you, by the way. Oh, I yeah. hope we didn't scare you off with all the shit talking we did in the last couple of days. But. Nah, we're good. 
Yeah, let me, let me continue this. Um, I've known Randy a little longer, and it's no different with him. He's always blows me away with how much he cares about his friends and how absolute of a genuine guy he is. That is very true. Getting to meet Eric for the first time after talking to him through text was the highlight of celebration for me. Oh, nice. He didn't disappoint. He's such down-to-earth, rad dude. It's too bad we live so far apart. It almost makes me want to drive to Las Vegas to see his final show. Las Vegas? What are you talking about, bro? That's news to me. But, uh, oh, dude, I got excited for a second, man. Oh, my God. You know what? Throw the horns would probably do pretty well there, but no. They would do great there. I have a perfect place, dude. Les knows which place. Outdoor Plaza, and so does Boo. Yeah. That yes. would be a perfect place for Carnival the Court. Carnival Court. Oh, right. my gosh. That would oh, be amazing. the Carnival Court. Yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, you remember Carnival dude. Yeah. Here we go. Um, and thought I, ha- I okay. And though I have never, ever, I never met, ever talked to King Tom or Boo before the celebration. Getting to meet them and hang out was really awesome as well. This is getting long, right, but I wanted to tell the listenership that all six of these guys who make up the podcast are six of the most wonderfully genuine guys you'd ever hope to meet. That's etched in stone, or should I say, tree with a big heart around it. <laughs> Lumberjack, yeah. Nick. Lumberjack Nick, man. You get juicies. How much is the month free on the Patreon, right? Right. Lumberjack Nick, you're in, man. Yeah. You're in. I went 6 to 12 real quick at the end of that email, man. Thank you. That was awesome. Appreciate it. I love that guy, dude. He's always been the coolest ever. He really is good people, man. He is. Um, and I think uh, that's all. Eric, is there anything you wanted to uh, show us or you were like talking about a clip? <laughs> What we've got right here is the the best prank phone call ever. And uh, this is from like 2016, but I had never heard of it until today. And, uh, you know, just just hit it and get it. Let's go. Hello? I have just one question for you. Are you ready Am I ready for what? Who's this? Are you ready for this Sunday night when WWE champ John Cena defends his title in the WWE <laughs> Super Slam? Right now, you can order this awesome pay-per-view event for just $59.99. I'm sorry. No, there is not any chance in hell that we're ever going to have wrestling in this house again. But thank you. But no. Again. Have a good day. She's sick. She what said the again. First time. Hello? And goodbye to anyone standing in John Cena's way <laughs> when he takes on six men in a steel cage shoots and ladders match at WWE Super, Super Slam. Slam. Order now and take $10 with a low, low price of just $49.99. Sir, you guys just called me, and as I mentioned before, we're not ordering this, so please stop calling my house. Thank you and goodbye. Yeah, he does a great job because that's not easy. No. Hello. Hi, can I speak to Champ? Who? Champ? Is Champ there? Who is Champ? That question will be answered this <laughs> Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> the bell. Hey. Super hey. Super hey, sir. Can you quit calling my house? The Undertaker. Quit calling me. See a punk. Even Triple H and the Big Show in a spit swapping makeout match. WWE Super Slam. Hello, hello. She's like engaging with the sirens and what's going on. 
get off for five seconds. Not interested. Stop calling my fucking house. Little sirens. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, man. This is... Oh, she's steaming. She's steaming. Answer it. Hello? I'm watching you. Excuse me? That's exactly what The Undertaker told John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Why will he be able to take the belt from the highest champion in WWE history at this weekend's WWE Super Stop calling my house before I get your number. I will track you down and absolutely tear you to pieces. Do you understand me? I know you are. John Cena, crazy motherfucker. Why is she picking up? I swear to Jesus, if this is those wrestling f**ks again. Okay, good morning. Uh, Hi, I'm just calling this morning to ask if you're a supporter of the United States military. Oh, my God. I apologize. (laughs) We've been getting calls all morning. I I apologize. And yes. Fantastic. Yes, I am. Great. Uh, Are you a supporter of the Marine Corps? Yes, absolutely. Good. Great, because a former decorated member of the United States Marine Corps needs your support. And his name is John You are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right now? I can't even handle this. I can't not handle this. Available right now at a low price of only thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, it's going down at least. I can't believe you're still calling me. I'm about to lose my That was so good. Oh, thank you for that. That was really good. What a way to end this podcast. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was awesome. Guys. The champ there? Oh, champ. <laughs> that Thanks. question will be answered. <laughs> and when the beat comes in, it's just. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that's funny. Oh, that was hilarious. That was Oh, guys, thank you for tuning in and listening to 305. We had a good time, especially at the end. But uh, let's go down the line. Eric, where can people find you? Check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators. Look for news about my final show with the Horns in Las Vegas, apparently. <laughs> and follow me on Twitter at Eric Strathers. Man, I wish that was true, bro. Because, you Dude, know, I do too. Been. Easy road trip for us. Absolutely. We went and picked up King Tom. Took him around the block and put him back at his house. King Tom, king of all pods, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I'll be live blogging my adventures with that Rivers Cuomo impersonator I hired off a of Groupon for, for a cool <laughs> five grand. Combo. And I also do uh, Patreon shows for the Bad Motivators, Steel Wars, the Bad Motivators, Blue Harvest, and the Bad Motivators. And guess what you're going to be doing soon? What's that? A Patreon for the Sith list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boo, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. Randy, where can people find you now? If you have a question for the show, guess what? We have an email. It's called the Sith List at gmail.com. It is. Send Randy all your questions. I will forward it to him. Plus, he is on our YouTube channel and he is going to be doing the reviews with us and the reactions with us. I mean, I put reaction plus because um, I know I got shit for that today because people thought I was like starting a new network. So um, <laughs> I, uh, because I put plus because we also do a review at the end. It's not just the reactions, uh, but fuck you guys. Uh, 
Les, where can people find you? That's exactly what John Cena will say. <laughs> where can people no. find you, Les? You can find me on Twitter at lessismore 78 uh, You can find me on the Sithless podcast and also on our Sithless YouTube channel. And you guys did a uh, great podcast, you and Randy, correct? Uh, with uh, Sisters? That's right. You can find Randy and I also on uh, the latest episode of Sisters with Sabres, where we recapped and then also went on recap celebration and also went on some other awesome tangents and just awesome. had a general good time. Yeah, you. that's great. Check it out, guys. And you can find me at The Sith List and on YouTube and email at the Sith List at gmail.com, like Randy said. And uh, we will get back to you with any questions you have or emails that you want us to read. For everybody else, I'm Araj, and we'll catch you next week on episode number 306, right here on The Sith List.